listening to a podcast from the Cinema Geekly Podcast Network. We're the geeks you deserve and the ones you need right now. of S.H.I.E.L.D. Cinema Geekly's Marvel Podcast. It's Anthony and Aurora back, finally, talking more Daredevil Season 3 on Netflix. Uh, we took a small hiatus, Aurora. Right. And uh, in the meantime, Daredevil has been canceled. Yeah. Uh, this is not really a surprise. Uh, right. This show is doing well, I believe, and people really like it, as best as I can tell. This show is not canceled due to nobody watching it this show is canceled because disney is doing its own streaming service and netflix will be a direct competitor with it and therefore disney is going to stop licensing its brands or products or ips or whatever to netflix that -hmm. would include marvel branded things including the shows which they were partners in uh I don't know how I'm going to keep up with all these streaming services, to be honest, because there is too many. Yeah, I'm, well, so we are, so, I mean, if you, do you mind if I ask what you guys are using, uh, subscribing to? Uh, so, so uh, for a long time, we only had Netflix and Twitch, uh, Twitch Prime, mm-hmm. <laughs> Amazon Prime. Amazon um, Twitch.tv uh, slash Aurora <laughs> Um And just like... Two weeks ago, I caved in and I subscribed to Hulu because mm-hmm. I want to see Bob's Burgers in Rick and Morty, yeah. <laughs> and it's not on Netflix. Um, so now we have Hulu as well. Okay, so those are the three that we are subscribed to. We have Netflix, Amazon, and Hulu right. um, as well. And um, I mean, I'll get I get CBS All Access when Star Trek Discovery is on, and then I drop it when it's mm-hmm. off. Right. Uh, I will be getting, I'm almost positive we're going to be getting this Disney streaming service. Uh, it really depends on what is going to be on it. Basically, if my yeah. childhood Saturday morning cartoons are available on here, we're just getting it. Oh, yeah. Um, like if I see anything like yeah. DuckTales, Tailspin, Chippendales, Rescue Rangers, uh, any of that stuff. See, that's, a, that's the problem. Like I, I didn't subscribe to Hulu because I was like, don't do it. You have Netflix. You have so many options on mm-hmm. Netflix. You don't need it. And then one day I was like, no, I want to watch Bob's Burgers. That's it. Yeah. And then the problem with <laughs> and Hulu. And it's going to happen with this too. We did this as well. Uh, we did this to be able to catch up on a couple of other shows. And the problem with Hulu is that I ended up finding some of their original shows. And I started watching those. And they've got some really good shows on there. Uh, aside yeah. aside from that, and then we got caught up watching like Perfect Strangers. Like we've got a whole bunch of like sitcom and family shows from the nineties. Yeah. So yeah. we got caught up in watching that. Uh, I will watch. Like if Disney offers these things on their streaming service, I'll be there. Now here's the thing: 
Hulu might not be such a bad subscribe because once this Fox merger goes through, that will make uh, Disney the primary owner of Hulu as well because uh, they'll okay. own everything. Uh, and since the Disney streaming channel is supposed to be family friendly, they would not be able to have anything that would feature uh, the kind of content that is on the Netflix shows. People are thinking if Disney is to bring these shows back, they would be brought back on Hulu. On Hulu. Okay. So this is where they could, this is where they could reappear. So uh, I would say this before we start talking about Daredevil this week, don't get mad at Netflix. This is not Netflix's fault. Really? Mm -hmm. There's Mm kind of nothing they can do about this because they don't own Daredevil. Right. They're have a deal with Disney to help make this show. But they don't own the the character or the any of that stuff. Right. This is all in Disney and Marvel deciding they're not going to... They're doing their own thing and they're not going to be working with Netflix anymore. The Netflix kind of doesn't have a choice in this matter to get rid of these shows. Uh, I know that... I feel bad for them, actually, in, in a way, because they're just announcing uh, the next season of The Punisher uh, as well. And then everyone's like, and three weeks after it debuts will announce that it is canceled. Uh, They're going to do the same thing with the next season of Jessica Jones. These shows are inevitably going to be canceled. And Mm -hmm. this podcast might go the way of the dinosaur as well, Aurora, but maybe they'll revive these shows on Hulu. And then at which point Mm -hmm. maybe we'll keep going, but we might just have another season of Punisher and another season of Jessica Jones. And that might be it. So we'll see. I hope not because this show, after watching these two episodes, Daredevil's really good. Oh my god, yeah. I thought these two episodes were particularly really tense. Uh, yeah. I I love the rising uh, tension levels in this show. So let's talk about uh, where we left off. We left off with uh, Dex like being Daredevil, or pretending to be Daredevil, mm-hmm. and killing a bunch of people. Right. Uh, so we're kicking it off with episode 7, Aftermath. So Daredevil is attacked by the public and the media. Uh, Karen is unable to convince Agent Nadim that this was not tr- the true Daredevil or that Fisk was behind the attack. She tried to convince him of this, but no go. When she tries to do the same with her boss, Michael Ellison, he tells her to reveal who Daredevil is or quit. Karen later asks uh, her father if she could go spend some time at home with him, but he says no. What a good dad. Uh, hmm. Foggy believes that he has worked out what Fisk is planning, though. Matt, on the other hand, angry that he put his friends in harm's way and worried about the skill of the pretend Daredevil, visits Melvin Potter, Gladiator. Well, he's not Gladiator in this show, but in the comics. The man who created his suit. Right. Potter confirms that Fisk forced him to create a copy of the suit and reveals that the pretender is an FBI agent, though he knows not who it is. Potter then tries to frame Matt as Daredevil, um, as the Daredevil who attacked the Bulletin, anyway. Uh, but Matt manages to escape arri- uh, to escape the arriving FBI agents. After investigating Evans, Nadim begins to believe that Fisk is manipulating them, but has no proof of this. At home, he is confronted by Matt, who explains that the Daredevil attacker was a pretender and is also an FBI agent. Bum, bum, bum. Uh, mm-hmm. Spark any memories for you, Aurora? I know you watched these a while yes. back. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yes, it did. It did. Um, I want to say, first of all, that I love Foggy's apartment. 
right? It's so beautiful. It's very clean. Yeah. Very clean. And they has an amazing view. Yes. Like everything is, is just glass. To be a just lawyer. I'll need, to ask, oh my gosh. I'll need to ask Ben about how glorious his, his apartment view is. I don't think he has an apartment. But, <laughs> but. Um, yeah, I, this episode was really tense, for mm. sure. Um, I am very surprised that it, it's taking the FBI this long to figure out that Fizz is playing them. I mean... The beginning of this episode is like a compilation of like Fisk's apartment has basically been restored for the most part. Yeah. Like he's talking about. It looks like his, a museum. Yeah, he's talking to a guy about getting his rabbit, uh, the the rabbit in winter or whatever it is, painting. Yeah, yeah, the back. painting. Yeah, uh, everything's been basically restored. He has all of his suits. He also reveals that he has a hidden door in his bedroom. Mm -hmm. that fools the FBI into thinking he's up in his bedroom, but he's really got this, like, secret surveillance place. It's it's very Inception-like, right? Yes. They're watching him, but he has a secret room where he's watching Watching them. them. Watch him. Him? (laughs) It's so crazy. Um, uh, I loved the fight, the the combined fight, I guess, with Matt and uh, Melvin Potter. I just love all the fight choreography in this show. It's like I, I sit here, I'm I'm watching this, and like no offense to the people who put in hard work on like some of those other like the CW shows, like some of them look very good too, but this puts like all of those shows to shame. This looks just so yeah. great, great. I, I yeah. love all the fighting in this show. Like he had a really mm-hmm. cool fight when the FBI guys show up, like him and Melvin like team up to try to yep. like take them down, and then when they corner Melvin, Matt has to like ghost on him because. Right. Um, yeah, I'm sure that's not going to win him any points. Uh, mm-hmm. There is one thing I need to talk about in this episode. It's going to seem weird. Okay. I normally, we don't really talk about this sort of thing uh, mm-hmm. on the podcast, but I have to bring it up because of how weird it seemed to me. So, okay. Foggy almost died in the attack at the bulletin. Right. He was in danger. And mm-hmm. he's back at home. His girlfriend is like trying to snap him out of it. Like he's just, he's tired. He's out of it. And Mm -hmm. like, you know, they talk for a little bit and like Foggy sort of realizes like he has this life revelation that like he could have died. Right. And like him and his girlfriend just engage, like they just start making out like crazy. Like he's like, there's no Mm -hmm. time like the present. Right. Right. And I'm like, oh, like, okay. Like, uh, another like sex scene or, or implied or whatever. And they cut back to them like afterwards. This is usually not how these, usually these scenes end Aurora with like they're in bed, they're tastefully right. covered with blankets or right. something. They cut back and they're still on the couch. Like they do the whole, like they've plopped down on the couch and they're both out of breath. Uh, right. Her top, like her top is unbuttoned. But they're both still wearing their pants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I noticed that too. I'm like, and they're like, oh, that was amazing. Like, you're so incredible. And I'm like, did they just make out like really passionately for like 20 minutes and that was it? Listen, I am, I'm not here to judge how they. No, like whatever makes them happy. Maybe they don't want, maybe they don't want to become intimate until they're married and 
you know what? I respect that, but it's just not what I was expecting to happen here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I also I also saw that and I was like, what happened? I mean, their pants aren't even unbuttoned. No. It looks yeah. like they're still just like they never got yeah, to the it, stage. I mean, he 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 um gets out of the couch and he has his pants on completely. Yeah. It's sort of she. Yeah. Her shirt is yes. just unbuttoned a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, her shirt's unbuttoned, like, a lot of it. But, I mean, like, it feels like they got to the point where they were going to have sex, and then they're like, well, wait a minute. And that, thought... was, that was enough. That was yeah. enough. They're like, wait, wait, wait. We discussed we were not going to do this until we were married. Uh, we missed that scene. But then Foggy, like, tries to propose to her. Actually, it's kind of a sweet moment. Because she's like, I don't want you to propose to me because of, like, mm-hmm. this. Like, you understand mm-hmm. where he's coming from. He's like, I almost died. Like, there's no time like the right. present. You know, life is for the right. living. Uh and uh, but she's like, no, I want you to do it because you want to do it, not because like this happened to you. Right. Right. Uh, I thought that was really sweet. But before that, I was just puzzled. <laughs> I've never seen a scene that I thought like, OK, well, this is going to be like a sex scene. And then like the next shot, it's like, I guess it wasn't or was it? I don't know. <laughs> I was just really confused as to what they were trying to tell me what happened here. <laughs> Listen, I'm going to think I'm going to say that maybe it is it is his apartment, right? Like he mm-hmm. he has so many windows. <laughs> oh, that's right. We were just talking about how beautiful it yes. is. Wide open view. Maybe it's just Maybe like, they're, you know, trying not to be naked in the right. living room. Maybe they were just kid. really sneaky about it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I can yeah, buy that. That's that's my theory. <laughs> Thank you, Aurora. I'm glad we were able to to get to the bottom of this mystery in this episode of Daredevil. <laughs> so crazy. I am so sorry to everybody for going off on this tangent. It just really stood out to me. Like I couldn't stop thinking about it for like minutes after it happened. I was just like, but how? What? Should have been paying more attention to the episode, but I was just confused by this. Um I uh so there's a lot of stuff with Karen in these two episodes. Her yeah. boy, she's being tested. Uh, her boss, like, but, understandably. But her boss is alive. We yes. thought he was dead. Oh, my God. You're right. He was just <laughs> laying there. Yeah. Maybe he was unconscious. <laughs> when I saw him in this episode, I, 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 I was so happy. I guess I'd forgotten because of the, it's been a while since we watched. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I'd forgotten that we all thought he was dead. I thought he was dead. Yeah. Um. Okay, so he's still alive, so that's a, a miracle. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, I, f- I feel bad for it. Like, she... I mean, I don't know. He he is too out of his mind. I, I And I guess rightfully so, to, to think clearly in this. But, you know, Karen just had to say, like, I know who he is, but I can't say... I can't say mm-hmm. his name to you. But I can also tell you that because I know who he is, I can tell you that this is not the same guy. This is somebody else. This is not the guy I know. Uh, And not in like some metaphorical way of, I know this guy and he never acts like this. As in, this is not the same human being. This is a different human in this Daredevil suit. It's not the same person. Right. Uh, Right. She tries to do this a couple of times, but it never seems to really stick until Matt confronts Agent Nadim in his home about it. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I really love, I love how tense all of that was. Uh, Everything, everything, like they do this a lot, but I just love these little things where he uh, tries to sneak up on Nadim, but Nadim has like those, I guess the, maybe they only happen in movies or TV shows, but like those FBI 
police officer's sixth sense where they they know somebody's on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and he yeah. turns around just in enough time, and they kind of struggle for a little bit. And mm-hmm. like even after they're done, like Matt's a little winded, so he's kind of like breathing heavy every time he's like talking to him. And it's like those right, little right, things right. that make yeah, it very feel, deep details. Yeah, that just makes it feel like it's really happening or it's really there. Right. So often, like he just talked normally, like they weren't just yeah. struggling uh, a moment ago. Uh, it's all those little tiny things really help make the show come together. And it's, it helps with like the tenseness too, because it feels kind of panicked and quick. Right. Like right. when he's talking to him and he's just like, you know, this guy's an FBI agent and Nadim says, keep talking. I thought that was a great end of the episode. Yeah. 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 Um, Do you know, you know, if Nadim is part of the comics. So I don't know for sure. I don't think he is, but I feel like I'm going to, that might be a bad idea to suggest that he's not because the comics are like, so uh, like expansive that it's impossible to know for sure. Mm -hmm. Uh, Maybe he's, uh, I don't know. I'll, I'll go do some, I'll go do some digging. Do you have any other thoughts on this particular episode? Um, I, I mean, we can talk more about it in the next episode, but I feel like everything that's happening with, Karen, mm-hmm. um, it feels to me like the making of a villain. Does that make sense? With Karen? Yes. I mean, I do feel like she's teetering a lot. Because she's like so on edge, you know? And mm-hmm. every single time something awful happens, that you think, oh my god, this is it. And then something worse happens after that to her. Yes. Um, and instead of like... I feel like the the, the more bad things happen to her the more bad decisions she makes mm-hmm. which is kind of like the, the beginning of a villain in some shows it could be right yeah well, that's possible. I, I think that would be interesting but um i don't think it is uh I don't think he's oh, in the yeah. comics, but maybe he's maybe yeah. He's I just I saw something that says that he's not in the comics. Yeah, he's okay. Not. Yeah, uh, but he's a yeah. The reason character. why I ask is because I love that character. Yeah, he's he's have, getting more I, interesting. Yes, I am very invested in his character and you know knowing what he's gonna do with the information that he's gonna you know like I thought at the beginning when I saw him because they presented him with the you know being like. He needed money and his family wasn't doing so well. I thought that he was going to like follow that path. And no matter what, he would try to get the promotion so that he could get the money. Yeah. Um, but now it seems like he's actually, you know, looking for the truth and he really wants to seek justice, mm-hmm. um, which I like. So, yes. Yeah. Uh, so what would you give Aftermath? I'm going to give it a solid four. It's a pretty good episode. Mm hmm. I give it a four as well. Uh, good stuff, Daredevil. Uh, mm-hmm. Before we talk about episode eight, let's thank uh, the good people over at Adam Tickets, of course, for sponsoring the show. Cinemageekly.com slash Adam Tickets. Or click the Adam Tickets link at the top of the page to pick yourself up some movie tickets or a gift card for the movie fan in your life. Uh, okay, so episode eight, Upstairs, Downstairs. Some big things happened in this episode. <laughs> yes. Holy moly, some things happened in this episode. Uh, I guess let's talk about it. So, Nadim, after talking to Matt 
uh, starts doing some digging, and it doesn't actually take him very long to figure out that Dex is the attacker. Mm -hmm. Uh, Dex attempts to reconcile, though, with Julie, you know, that lady that he freaked out by stalking her, uh, (laughs) believing that he needs her to replace his therapist who died when he was younger. She Mm -hmm. reluctantly agrees to start talking with him, but Fisk later has her killed. Yeah. So, so she got killed then. Yeah, she's dead. I thought she. I thought I didn't. I wasn't. It wasn't clear to me. Like I thought they knocked her out and they they took her somewhere. Mm-hmm. But okay, uh, she's she's dead. Okay. She can't. She, <laughs> she can't have that kind of positive influence. Believing that Julie uh, has abandoned him, Dex continues to mentally deteriorate. Matt and Nadim break into Dex's apartment after they sort of. I guess distract him by having him meet with a lawyer, thinking that he can get his uh, suspension overturned. Uh, so while that's going on, Matt and Nadim uh, are searching the apartment and cannot find any proof that he is the attacker, but they do find the recording sessions uh, that he had with his therapist, which reveal his uh, psychopathic tendencies. Dex arrives home and catches them in the act, injuring Nadim but not being able to stop the two of them from escaping. Foggy thinks that he can prove that Fisk is still working as a criminal and that this will get him sent back to prison, so he decides to raise these points in a debate with Tower and let Karen write about it, but instead she goes to confront Fisk. Well, Mm -hmm. mainly because Karen doesn't have her job anymore. Uh, And in the middle of his speech, Foggy hits some sort of realization about the case and then leaves. We don't find out what his realization is. Uh, so she goes to Fisk and reveals that she knows that he killed his father. And when Fisk tries to turn the tables on her, she reveals that she's the one who killed Wesley. Uh, while sort of accidentally confirming that Matt is daredevil. And, Mm -hmm. uh, we'll talk about the confusion in this scene a little bit, but Fisk almost kills her. Uh, when the police come in and separate them, although it appears that they're trying to arrest her. Right. And right. I, and ultimately that's revealed that's because Foggy tips them off that she was going to try to kill him or something. I don't know. That's a right. very confusing scene. We'll talk about that uh, in mm-hmm. a little bit. Uh, but when Matt goes back to his uh, his church dungeon... Uh, <laughs> his church dungeon. It kind of is, right? <laughs> yes. Uh, he's training... <laughs> When he overhears Sister Maggie praying for him up above uh, in, the, in the church proper, and she finds out that Sister Maggie is his mother. What? Yeah. Okay, so yeah. upstairs, downstairs, Aurora, what did you mm-hmm. make of this episode? I have, to, I have to tell you this. I, when I watched this episode, when it was revealed that she was his mom, mm-hmm. my husband was in another room. And I I screamed at the TV. I was like, are you kidding me? What? (laughs) And my husband comes in the room. He's like, what happened? I'm like, oh, my God. (laughs) Sister Maggie is Daredevil's mom. And he's like, what? What are you talking about? He's like, what? Okay, I don't know who you're talking about. It's fine. (laughs) Sister Maggie is Daredevil's mom? (laughs) I was not expecting that at all. No, me neither. Yeah, I like that. At all. I like that quite a bit. Yeah, and and the the acting like when he listen like realizes that she's his mom and he's like mom and he like like crumbles to the ground like he just mm-hmm. falls to the ground. It was so good. Oh, 
He's been hanging out with his mom this whole time and he had no idea. Yeah. 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 And I, I, I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, there, there were a couple of times where I've been seeing this interaction with this nun and their devil. Mm-hmm. And I've been like, okay, she's seen him without a shirt. Like she must be attracted to him somehow. Right. And now you feel really <laughs> weird for thinking. This. And now I feel really awkward. <laughs> Who wouldn't find him hot? Yes. You know this nun when she's not being a nun. She's having she, like impure yeah, she, I mean, she's like awesome. cleaning his wounds all the time. Like She's feeling his body all the time. I, I was like, well, she's probably like, you know, interested. And now that no, I know he, she. How is she awful. keeping her clothes I on? <laughs> I feel awful. <laughs> now it's just like dry heaving constantly. Like, I can't believe I thought that. This is so wrong. This um, is very awkward. <laughs> um. Yeah, I that that's a great twist though. I and she was yeah. being in a lot of ways though. She was very like motherly to him in mm-hmm, a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, just yeah, that's a good that's a good twist right there. Um, it was good. The uh, there's a lot of stuff I liked in this uh, episode. There's uh, I mean I. I mean Julie, yeah, you know, I guess she had to go right because Fisk can't have like a good influence on Dex. Right, he, Fisk wants to be the only influence on him. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. But I actually kind of like their interactions uh, in this episode. Like you could see how she would kind of, you know, care for. Like he totally seems like a guy who needs help, uh, right? Even though she, he's like, even when he tried to explain to her, he's like, I don't know how to do this without being a, a jerk. But I'm not into you in like that way. Like you're just a good person and. Mm-hmm. I just, I wasn't stalking you because I wanted to, like, be close to you. I just wanted to, like, emulate you and be like you. And she's like, you realize that's really creepy, too, right? Yeah, I don't I don't even know how she's talking to him. I yeah. just ignored him completely. Um, Call the police. <laughs> amazing patience and kindness in this woman. She yeah, deserved, oh my gosh. She deserved better. Uh, mm-hmm. The, uh, I really liked the Matt and Nadim in Dex's apartment because so Nadim is like, okay, I think it's probably this Dex guy, but he's going off of like daredevil who he's still not entirely positive is a good guy who did break into right. his house to assault him, right. to tell him about this. Right. Um, and then it dawned on me in this moment, like just how, like it doesn't matter how certain Matt is about something like nobody else has his abilities, right? So he's like, the suits here. He's like, I can smell it. Like I know what it's I can made smell out it. of. And he's like, you can do that, but the suit's not there. He was just smelling like you know it was there, but it, it's been moved. And I'm sure, right. Ma- I'm sure Nadim's like, oh, very convenient. You say you can smell it, but you're the only one who can smell it, and it's not here. Uh, and there's one point where he says something like, like a judge is not going to go off your like sm- sense of smell. No. Uh, Your Honor, Daredevil says he could smell the suit in the closet. It wasn't there, but he could smell it. Uh, it's not going to hold up in a court of law. Uh, right. Like, it dawned on me there, like, just how teetery it is. Like, only Daredevil could dish out this vigilante justice. It's based off of truth, but it's like truth that nobody else would have would be able to really uncover. Yeah. And the same goes with opening the safe, right? Yes. Like, if you're looking from a a different perspective, like, it looks like he knows the combination. But he's just doing it because he can hear the click. Clear the click. That's right. But 
I don't know that you can like it's it seems normal to him but for someone else it's just like you're just trying to trick me to think that someone else is doing this but you know this combination to the safe <laughs> yes um yeah. so like the end of this episode um Nadim doesn't go home he gets wounded because there's this great scene when Dex arrives and he's shooting at them basically from like down a few floors and across the street mm-hmm. but he's like ricocheting the bullets yeah and they're hitting yeah. it's all super cool um any fight scene between uh, Bullseye and Daredevil in this show have been awesome so far. Yeah. Uh, so Nadim gets injured, but he doesn't go home. He's still staking out the residency. And like when uh, Fisk's man comes to pick up Dex, there's another question I have. So Dex decides, like as his condition deteriorates, he decides to burn all of the tapes. Right. And he just has a little teeny tiny garbage can and some lighter <laughs> fluid and these tapes. And I'm like, yeah. this seems like such a bad idea. And then he starts pulling out the tape. And I'm like, okay, so maybe it's not that bad of an idea. But if you wanted, you know, you don't have to burn it. You pull out those tapes. They're completely useless once you pull the, right, right. the, the taping out of there. But he only pulls the taping out of one. And then he just dumps the rest in there. And then he puts some accelerant on it and then lights it up. I'm like, number one, yep. this trash can is too small. Number two, so <laughs> much plastic in there. Like, stay away from those fumes, dude. Like, you're going to get, you could die. Uh, it seemed like such a, just a, a bad idea. But then, like, I'm glad it was, like, Fisk's guy who showed up. Like, because he knocks on the door and he just opens it. And he's standing there and you can just see, like, flames. Like, <laughs> in the background. In the background. And I think he just leaves. I'm like, you can't yeah. do that. Like, the, your apartment will catch on fire. This man has no... That's exactly what I thought. He left and I was like, oh, he's going to come back with a, to a burnt apartment. Okay. Yeah, this <laughs> uh, this guy has no thoughts for anyone else. Or he's truly dangerous. <laughs> um, and then, like, he goes to, to Fisk. Fisk is always manipulative with this guy and everybody, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a mm-hmm. thing that Matt talks about. He's like, he was telling Nadim about this. He's like... You know, because he's like, look, I, Nadim says, like, Dex is not a guy who would do something like this. And Matt gives him a really good example. Like, this is what Fisk always does. He manipulates people. Look at what you guys are doing for him right now. I'm sure you're picking up his, uh, you know, his, his room service. And, uh, you know, he lives in an opulent, he basically lives in a penthouse. That's his prison cell. He's a genius yep. and he's playing all of you. And how come you haven't figured this out yet, you idiots? Yep. Uh, so, yeah, there, there's a lot to like in this episode. Uh, I the, have, can I, can I just say something? It's weird, but I am very disturbed by uh, Fisk suit. It's okay. Because you tell, before, you tell me because I have a feeling, but go ahead. I feel like before in previous seasons, he has always had the white suit, but it has not be, been satin. No. Now it's satin, and then it's like shiny, mm-hmm. and it's I don't know why I find that disturbing. It's almost <laughs> like you know what it is for me. I think this is what it is. It's they look like pajamas they because look, they're yes. satin, yes. but he wears them as if they are not pajamas. Right, right. I, that like is I disturbing to me. It wasn't shiny, right? Before it was like a like a normal suit. I think so. Yeah, I think that's what's disturbing about it to me, Aurora, is that he's wearing pajamas. <laughs> it's like 
if you go to somebody and you say, like, the sky is blue, and they say, no, it's not, it's green, and they say it with such confidence that you know that they believe what they've just said to you, even though it can't possibly be true. Like, I mean, to be fair, he's stuck in that place, so maybe maybe they are pajamas that look like a suit. <laughs> sure. So that's a prison-issue suit. Uh, I mean, I, I just feel like if you walked up to him and you're like, Mr. Fisk, why are you wearing pajamas? And he'd say, I'm not wearing pajamas. Oh, and yeah, you'd, you'd believe... be like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'd also be kind of creeped out because I'm like, sir, those are clearly pajamas. They're satin. The the jacket and the pants. Like, you just... Yeah, they're you, both. Yeah. Nobody wears a suit like that, sir. No. Uh Maybe one, but and not know, both. And we know he has pajamas because he, we've seen them. Mm-hmm. You're right. <laughs> so this this is was big. weird. Is this weirder <laughs> than me getting on like Foggy and his girlfriend kind of? <laughs> I think that they are at the same level. Okay. <laughs> Those are two derailments for this episode of Podcasters <laughs> of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, so let's talk about Karen confronting Fisk. Cause yes, let's talk about this scene. The, yes. the balls on Karen. Wow. She she comes in there and first she just drops it on Fisk that I know you killed your dad. And right. uh Fisk is bothered by this, but then he also makes it clear that he knows who Matt is. Mm-hmm. And she is I mean, she kind of gives it away by how shocked she is that he knows, which mm-hmm. I guess kind of confirms it for him, but it's not like he didn't know. So she right. feels like she has to get him back. And she knows that he was close to Wesley. And this is where I was like, holy shit, Karen, what are you doing? Like, cause you can see it on it and nobody does this better um, than Vincent D'Onofrio as Fisk. Like the look of seething rage in his face. Like he's yeah. trying so hard to keep it. Down, I thought he was going to hit her in the face. Yeah. I thought he was going to like just break her over his knee, like a, like yeah. a twig or something, but yeah. uh, he doesn't. And Karen, oh my God, is, she's like, you think, you know, you're supposed to be scared of Daredevil or Daredevil's the scary one or something. She's like, it's not, it's me. And I'm like, yeah. Jesus, Karen, what are you doing? <laughs> that, uh, and this is why I, I, I thought that maybe I was like, is this a, the making of a villain? Because yeah. she looks like she's, Becoming evil. Yeah. Well, I mean, because she whispers, sort of, that, you know, she's the one who killed Wesley. She shot him seven times. Like, he died. Yeah. He died quickly. And she's like, the only reason I didn't shoot him more is because the chamber ran out. And it's, you know, it's more than he deserved or whatever. And, like, Fisk yeah. loses it and is going to, yeah. you know. But apparently this is what Karen, she wanted him to do something. To get him mm-hmm. busted. She was desperate to get him to do anything. Uh, but, like, so the police come in. And, like, they take her down immediately. Like, they put her down, uh, they bend her over, like, onto the table and start handcuffing her. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God. Well, it's because she confessed to killing that guy. She That's just what did I it, thought, and they, too. And they must have hurt yeah. her. Yeah. And then Foggy is standing there, and I'm like, you know, oh, shit. But then they cut to Karen and Foggy just walking, and she's fine. No handcuffs. Just fucking away. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And, and, but Foggy was like, you know, I, you know, I told them that you were you came here to like kill him or something and i'm like but why is she still walking free then would they <laughs> right. like attempted murder like she'd still right. be arrested I you know no that's how good of a lawyer foggy is i think <laughs> super lawyer i okay so that i mean how they got out of that scene 
I I got to give him a, I got to give him a thumbs down on that one. But yeah, that was weird. And mm-hmm. I actually thought before I thought that they were arresting her because she confessed to killing that guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought before I saw Foggy, but they were arresting her. Mm-hmm. I thought it was because the F the, those FBI agents were working for Fisk. Fisk, yes. So that's the first thing I thought, and I was like, "Oh my god, she's like in a in a she's trapped because everybody there is working for Fisk." And then I saw Foggy, and I, that's when I was like, "Oh no, they're arresting her because she confessed." And then she leaves. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was very confusing. I don't know how she got out of that. Um, but yeah, De- Deborah Ann Wool in that scene, holy, she was amazing. Mm-hmm. I just, uh, I'm so fascinated by. Her character change in the last couple of seasons. I yeah, I'm looking forward to more. I, I don't know what's going to happen with her, but I'm excited to see what uh, what Me happens too. at least for the rest of this season. Because who knows if we'll get any more. But and I and I have to say also something about the way that they shot that scene. Mm-hmm. And we've seen that a lot in this season where they are doing a lot of, a lot of like very weird artistic camera shots. And I don't know if you noticed this, but uh, when they were talking, it was just Karen and Fisk. Uh, yeah. The camera would go behind their head mm-hmm. and switch in a way to let you know that then the other it was on the like it was. I I felt like they were kind of like playing chess. Mm-hmm. So the camera yes. will go behind the head of Car- like Karen's head and yeah. then switch to Fisk. And then when it was Karen's turn, they will go behind Fisk's head and switch to Karen. You did you notice that? Yes. And I thought that was really clever, the way that they did it. And they had a very creepy music in the background yes. as well. That was very subtle. They did a lot of great like visual storytelling yeah. with the way yeah. they framed everything. Uh, yeah, it yeah. just came together. So, uh, it was good. Uh, it's just amazing performances. Uh, this is a really good show, Aurora. Uh, <laughs> uh, any other thoughts on episode eight? If not, what would you give it? I'm going to give it a 4.5. Okay. I really liked it. Yeah, I, I give this one four and a half. Uh, I was thinking like four and three quarter maybe, but boy, that weird thing with, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, it was really weird with um, with Karen. I have no idea yeah. what happened there at all. It was so weird that mm-hmm. I just, I, it's one of the few times that I'm just like, what happened? <laughs> like, did you, like, did you run out of an idea? Like, did you just like, ah, we'll think of something. We'll just. Foggy will say a couple of lawyery sounding things, and that's how she gets out of that. Which situation. is probably what happened. Yeah, I mean, like he just happens to be there. I mean, I like yeah. his reasoning for it. His reasoning is just like I couldn't get a hold of you, and he's like, I just tried to imagine like all the worst things possible, and then just assume they were true. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it was also kind of weird that he just happened to be there as well, but. Um, and he, I also like the fact that he said to her when they are were, were about to get in the elevator, she's like, he's like, uh, please don't turn, don't become mad. Yes. Yeah. Don't yeah. go mad on me or whatever he says. Don't go mad on me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this fractured relationship between these three. Well, let's see what we'll find out. We'll find out uh, more next week about, mm-hmm. uh, about what's going on. There's, there's only, uh, let me see here. One, two, three, four, five episodes left. So. Only three episodes of this podcast remain. We're talking about mm-hmm. Daredevil. I'm excited to see where it goes. Uh, yeah. All right. So that's it for this week. Head on over to the website, cinemageekly.com, to check out the archives of the show. And, of course, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, and Stitcher. Just search for 
Podcasters of S.H.I.E.L.D. and hit subscribe so that way you can hear us come back next week. And it will be, I believe, next week instead of this, uh, well, maybe it'll be next week. It depends. It's the holiday season. Maybe it won't be exactly next week. We'll have to look at our schedules, everybody. But uh, episode, season three, episode nine, Revelations. And Aurora, it sounds like we're going to get a flashback episode in season three, episode 10 called Karen. Yes. Yes.